everybody. Welcome to the Page Pod. Hopefully you've been listening along to all of our episodes so far. So if you haven't, please go check them out. It's been so fun. We've had, this is our 17th one, which is crazy. If you're new, my name is Pauline. I'm joined with my co-host, Eugene and John, who are all wedding and portrait photographers. And we're here to chat about you know, life, work, and photography-related things, such as this episode, photography-related for sure. So this week, I'm just going to go right away because I think it's going to be a long one. (laughs) So this week, we're going to talk about something that has been going on in the news, and it did spark, you know, quite a big debate in our you know chat (laughs) and so we thought we would take it on and record it and see how it goes because you know I think it could go many ways and I think maybe a lot of people would have an opinion as well so it's kind of going to be interesting to hear what other people think so yes it's all about the national park permits and whether or not you know we agree or not so Eugene you want to go ahead and kind of introduce like the backstory how it came about and what's been going on in the news okay so <clears throat> i think very first sort of like um step that was that happened was um this case um, price versus bar price was uh, price is a videographer and i think he filmed in one of the national uh, preserve and he released it on youtube and the national park service found out and they uh, find him and he sued National Park Service for that, uh, for the First Amendment, that he should have the right to film in a public land and, uh, and all that. And the U.S. District Court of D.C. actually held pr- the prices um, side. So the National Park Service didn't, couldn't have the permit since January 22nd of 2021 until August 23rd of 2022. So almost for a year and a half. In August of 2022, the appellate court of court overturned the U.S. District Court by saying the act of filming is not itself a communicative activity that is protected under the First Amendment. So apparently it doesn't apply. So since then, so that's been about, what's that? Four months and then three months. So about seven months. Now it's been, that all the national in the all the national park services that all the videographers have to get a permit if it's for the commercial reasoning. We'll get into the details of the photography side of things um, because photography side of things is not affected uh, with this case. So the whole whole sort of like this debate sort of started when we started sharing this news and that John was saying yeah. he's... Well, actually, John, you go ahead. Um, you, you tell us about your stance. So my stance about this is... Because Price, he was um, a, a one-man... He, he was like a small crew, like maybe he's just himself. I'm just saying that he is right. It, it is uh, unconstitutional for like a single person to come to the National Park and not, not be able to freely film even if he follows the rules like any other uh, visitors of the national parks. Initially, the reason why the national park system uh, or the why, why why were they, um, why is there a permit system to begin with was because 
when they started filming movies over at national parks like the Star Wars and Star Trek. Uh, it is it is for those bigger sets because obviously there's going to be more impact with the environment. That actually makes sense, right? For me, my stance was for a smaller crew, like maybe less than five, I was I was saying that what's the difference between a family of five visiting the national park compared to a group of five having their cameras and having their cameras on video mode. All of a sudden, all of a sudden they're, they're violating a law. Uh, it doesn't seem fair. And that's where I'm coming from. And I, it just, um, the way they worded things on, on the, on the rules just seems very, very restrictive and also very hard to enforce because anybody that comes into the national park, if you put your phone into the video mode, all of a sudden, you're not allowed to do that because they specified TikTokers and video um, YouTubers. So if you're a person trying to enjoy the national park, you walk in there, try to snap a video, and you upload it to YouTube or TikTok. Doesn't matter if you're trying to monetize it because YouTube probably monetize it. TikTok will probably monetize it. Doesn't doesn't matter if you get money out of it. You're violating the law. The 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 law. And it also, they were also saying that they most likely won't, won't chase you. It says there they they their focus and their focus is on the bigger production crew, but still that's kind of like a gray area that they can like choose pick and choose who they're gonna prosecute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that was my that was my um issue about it. I just I feel like it's not very um it's not fair the way they they're they're doing it. So yeah. does the law then then state like what specific type of gear used for it, or is it just anything? No, as long as okay. see that's where it is. It's, it's, a, it's a big like, issue, it's yeah. So, yeah. It's so generic. As long as it's a commercial, then then you're you're supposed to get a permit. Yeah, and now the commercial is a it's a it's a vague um, yeah. term nowadays. Commercial, everybody can be commercial mm. because. Because of the fact that it's so easy to, you know, to make money out of like YouTube and TikTok and whatever, mm-hmm. uh, even if you're not really, if you're just an individual. How about you, Eugene? How's what's your? Um... So, uh, um, obviously, the re- whole reason that we're doing this podcast is if we if we agreed on it, they probably we probably won't be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, we could still be yeah. doing it because I think it's good to kind of know what yeah. the what the rules are. And yeah, all that. yeah, but exactly. But yeah, no, Definitely. I'm I'm for permit. Um, in terms of, I'm not saying in terms of like we sh- we have to kind of restrict everyone. Like, I know there's a, there are a lot of gray areas. Like in terms of um, what could happen, what couldn't happen, and who to go after and who not to go after. Like for example, like I said, photography is not included. So if we're making money as a as a photographer, like why shouldn't we be different to any videographers? That I I feel like that whole that part is something that I'm sure national parks and um, whomever wants to get the money or they they will probably be um, change the laws in in the near future. But I I think my whole principle is is on an ethical issues because the whole reason national park system was created was to protect those nature. I feel one to go off as what. John was explaining, like in terms of five family members versus five photographers or videographers, like why, if they're making money as a videographer, why should they get the permit? Is 
it's really coming down from myself, like my own experience. I think when I was not a photographer, like when I was not creating an image or something for my client, then I would get a shot that I would be suffice. But when I'm trying to create a create an image for a client, then I'm always trying to create a image that is that will stand out um, among all the all the photographers who were at that spot or at that national park. So I'm trying to always trying to do a little bit different. I'm trying to maybe use flashlight, I'm maybe trying to go into a little bit deeper into into woods or into wherever. Um, and then we're always, we're always trying to make it a little bit more enticing for our, for our couples and for our clients. And I think that's where the, the real issue happens. And as a national, you know, for a national park that who wants to protect, if, if there's money entitled to it in terms of like what, like if we're doing it for a job, if we, that's an opportunity to, you know, create more future, future jobs and all that. You know, we're always trying to do something a little bit more than the regular visitors. And and I feel like that would, one, that would uh, probably destroy the national park a little bit quicker. And two, probably probably get in the way of the, the regular visitors a little bit more. I'm sure there are plenty of photographers and videographers who do their job really well, be out of the way, be be very mindful of people, be very mindful of the environment. But I just feel like we're not we're not like that. That I think that's just a human nature thing. So <clears throat> whether the rangers catch us or not, I think just by having a permit, one, um, I've gone through quite a few permit processes, and I feel like going through permit processes is easy enough that we should be able to get it. And then and second, they let us know in terms of like which area in the national park that they're working on because of recent flood or recent issues, then we can stay away from those sensitive areas. Um, so we're well educated. And thirdly, we're paying them. Hopefully they can recruit more rangers. They can educate the children a little bit more in terms of what the, what the National Park Service do. Um, and I'm sure hopefully the money will be well spent in, in that way. Um, that's why even if they don't catch us, it's just an ethical, like if you feel like if you, if there is a permit system and if you feel like you're against the permit and what, well, I'm not saying you as a John, but you as in like general photographers or video, mm-hmm. so if they feel that they don't really need to get it and if they get away with it, you know, hopefully they don't, but at the same time, you know, that's just, that's on them. Like that's not, that's not for me to say like, you know, they should do better to catch them. And with any YouTube or TikTokers, like now that now that because they're online present, like if someone were to report them, they will get the they will get the tickets. For permits, how much are they on average, would you say? Hundred hundred plus for insurance. So um, usually you would have to get uh, separate liability insurance. So that could be another twenty, thirty bucks. Um, it would depend, but I would say that would be the minimum. Okay. But the, the way mm-hmm. I deal with my clients with anywhere that needs permit is that I tell the clients in, uh, in advance that, you know, we need a permit to shoot here. Um, are you okay with paying permit fee? And 
you know, if they're not、mm -hmm. okay, then we go somewhere else. And if they are okay, you know, they pay the permit. So, but the point I was trying, I was going to bring up was that, like, right now in the U.S.,、um, National Park Service, there are 424 units in in the U.S. and 109 parks charge entrance fee. So, the rest of the 313, 315, don't charge entrance fee. That could be. A national park, national preserve,、uh, a lot of all all the all the、uh, area that has national in front,、uh, but those are all it's it's under yeah. yeah it's under national yeah, yeah. so national park system yeah so they are very underfunded in terms of you know wherever the money is coming from,、uh, but I feel like it's one of those things that's that that national park services I think it's very、um, important in terms of、uh, protecting. Protecting the environment and protecting the beauty of it.、Um, so my question is, like in Vegas, for example, do you need a permit to have a wedding outside?、Um, outside is in any park. Just outdoors, no. yeah, no. anywhere. As、um, if there is, if、um, so, we would have to check every every park that we go to、uh, because if it's a state park, then oftentimes that we do need a we do need a permit. Um, but if it's、mm -hmm. just a random park in the middle of the city, oftentimes we don't need a permit. But、um, always, always we do always check in advance, so just to make sure. Yeah. yeah. So, for example, like the place that I share quite often is、um, Dry Lake Bed. It's literally, it, it was a lake, but it's just dried up. So, and、um, over there,、mm -hmm. there's no permit necessary whatsoever, and that's very popular、um, location for. Elopements, engagement sessions, and all that. So, yeah. But every、mm -hmm. time I go to places like Valley of Fire,、um, that place is very strict on permits. So I have to get the permit like thirty days in advance. Yeah, in Vancouver, just any park outside, you actually need to register for it. You need a permit, and they have like designated areas.、Mm. For example, on the beach,、mm. you can only have a wedding in this designated area. You can't just have it anywhere. So they are pretty strict on it. So. I mean, I get, I get that for sure, especially in like a fairly big city. You don't want to just take up like a public、right. space. And I was gonna kind of bring it to Canada, for example, in Banff National、mm -hmm. Park. They have quite a few conditions for wedding ceremonies, especially. So in Banff, you the maximum number of people that can be at, attending is twenty. Oh wow! And you have to obviously comply with their rules and the regulations of the park.、Mm -hmm. Everyone that attends have to、um, need a park pass. Everyone needs that.、Um, I know that you can't have like loud music. Like if you were to have music, say walking down the aisle, it can only be like you know very light, like a harp or a flute. <laughs> so like nothing that will really attract because you're out in nature. So I think they just don't want to attract like wild animals just to be safe. And you can't have、um, like a lot of props. So the Props that you are allowed would be just like a small registration table, a few chairs, and a wedding arch. But other than that, you can't have like, for example, sparklers、mm. or、um, confetti or anything that's kind of brought outside、mm. into the park. So, yeah, it's quite, quite I guess strict, which I do agree with. And this could be a little bit different than kind of what、mm. we're talking about, but I do, I do think that because. 
there are these restrictions and these rules that definitely helps keep the park. Yeah. You well, know, that definitely makes sense, though. I have um, I have two yeah. questions mm-hmm. from that. Um, do you so you said every everyone need um, park um, entrance pass? Yeah. Is that yeah. every individual or is it per car? Good question. I think I think it would be car. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. That's the thing with uh, with a lot of national parks here as well. It's per car. Um, it's never per person mm-hmm. unless they're walking in. Um, so. Yeah. which often is not really possible. Um, but yeah. Um, and then the, I guess the second question is, do you, do they allow like any flowers, like the actual flowers? Like, because I've heard from some of the European countries that they don't allow flowers. That's not from like, that's not native in that area because apparently mm. when they drop the mm. petals yeah. or all, you know, that, that yeah. could change the environment uh, in nature. Yeah. Good question. I think bouquet, maybe. I think it it would be okay, but you wouldn't be able to like throw flowers or petals and have them lying on the altar yeah. or something. That's what I'm assuming. I have to look into that one, but yeah, I think it kind of goes back to the whole like leave no trace yeah. idea, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to not bring anything like not native to it. So I think it's all about you know sustainability and preserving yeah. you know the land of how we found it. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess my I guess my stance would be I agree with both of you. <laughs> I think there needs to be, you know, some restrictions and whether yeah. that is in terms of having a permit or not, I think, you know, I think especially having entrance fees, I think it's good enough. And I think on top of that, I feel like everyone should take not like a quiz, but like some type of education to inform them of like yeah. things like leave no trace, mm-hmm. how to properly, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. visit the park and you know leave it you know the way you found it type of thing so i, yeah. I think there's a lot more that can be done for yeah. sure yeah because um i feel like at the end of the day it's everybody's responsibility yeah and um that's i mean i honestly even if there is past then you know like i'm not 100 percent satisfied with what's happening i understand i understand that there could be not that big of a difference but when there is no structure which I think permit could bring some type of structure. I think if there's no structure, then there are more people who will be just like whatever. But by having some type of structure, then we learn as as a business owner, but also we are educating our couples as well. Probably even the couples are very, they love the nature. That's probably why they want to be photographed or be, you know, do their engagement sessions or you know, even weddings in those places. It's always nice to kind of, know what's what's actually happening but yeah i mean definitely i would i would definitely there are definitely suggestions that i would like to include for example like i think for example like valley of fire which is a state park of nevada that you could get one-time permit three days uh, 30 days in advance um for 100 and in total 150 plus plus the um the insurance so it's almost like 200 Actually, no, it's not. Is it 75 plus 50? 75? Uh, somewhere around there, 100 or 150, somewhere around there. But they also allow annual pass for 500. I think if national pass were to implement something like that, uh, an annual pass, like for, on a basis, on a base of like maybe that photographer or that videographers have been to that place and have, have gotten the permit before, then they're probably, hopefully they're well educated enough that they will implement a lot of the practices that's going on in the in the national parks and 
maybe if they if the national parks made the permit system a little bit easier because i think i, th- I think a lot of people should be i actually i cannot assume but i think a lot of people are okay paying the paying the fees um i think it's about timing because sometimes sometimes couples can ask us oh can we do can we do photos at you know like yosemite in like two weeks before and we just don't have enough time to yeah. get the permit um in mm. those situations i think if we can get a permit you know maybe on the day of or maybe even i don't know week before or even at the gate yeah. um i think that would help out a lot um but yeah i agree with that yeah because a lot of complaints are coming from also everybody's feeling like the national park system is making it hard for everyone to just apply for permits um, so if they can make it the more streamlined like online or they can um, purchase it from the gate and also the other option is to have like a yearly pass of some sort make it more streamlined yeah i mean like my whole um, stance is ba- all entirely based on the educational side of things i mean the whole reason that we have national park service is because of protecting the nature so as long as people are educated in that sense then you know i don't mind um and if everyone's educated then like like pauline said if everyone's educated and they do some kind of test and you know and if they're okay not charging people for it then i don't you know then they can get rid of the permit yeah um, instead of the permits they can well i, I guess there's still going to be like the entrance fees so they can still get revenue from that if it's enough i don't know I want to bring up another example of Yoho National Park. So that one is even more strict. So I went, I've been there once and to get, I guess it's technically a permit. The way, I don't know if it's changed now, but a few years ago, the only way you can get the permit is to call. And and I think they limit to how many people can um, get into and enter the park. And so that's, I think that's the reason why I called. <laughs> I think I'll, I don't know how many times I called. I think I checked. I think I tried calling 500 times because they were busy or it didn't go through. And yeah, I think there was just like the one person picking up the phone. Mm-hmm. So if they're already on the line, then right. that's why I, I called so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you had to call within like at least like either it's 30 or 60 days or something, mm-hmm. I forget, when of when you want to go. I think in that sense, it, they just made it really difficult. But because they make it so hard to get into and get access, it makes it even more pristine and mm-hmm. you kind of want it more. You know, you want to mm-hmm. – It's like when I got there, like you you kind of realize like how, how much it took to get here and you kind of ex- have a different experience, right, versus yeah. like – Banff, for example, like everyone can get there. It's yeah. not, not saying it's not beautiful, but it's just, you know, being in Yoho, it's like, wow, not a lot of people have been here yeah. because it's so much harder to get here and be able to experience um, this park. So, question everyone is subjected to that, like not just photographers and, um, yeah, everyone, everyone. Okay. If you just, so yeah. that makes sense so, then. That so the only sense. way you can get there is actually they have a bus um, yeah. shuttle. So that's, basically what you're paying for to yeah. either get a shuttle up or you can hike but yeah. even hiking you have to pay to get there or be yeah. there anyways mm-hmm. and then um i think most people go there for camping i think you can go for like a day trip but those like shuttles mm-hmm. um get booked up really fast because people want to just go for the day and yeah. not a lot of people want to like camp in the back country yeah yeah, yeah when yeah. you're explaining i was like uh, i was gonna ask uh, was it worth it but yeah always make it worth it <laughs> 
Yeah, it was so worth it because, as I mentioned, it's just more you're literally in nature, and not a lot of people. It's not like Banff National Park where you can just drive yeah. next to the mountain mm-hmm. and then just walk out and hear all the like front country. Like everything's paved. There's you know bathrooms. There's a, there's a gift shop. You know, yeah. so so um, yeah. And Yoho, like I think you can even work there. There are some huts and stuff, but it's definitely more. Um, I guess exclusive in that sense. It wasn't expensive. I think I looked before this because I wanted to bring it up. I looked back at the receipt. It was only like maybe a little over a hundred for two people, but that includes like the bus shuttle. It includes like um, being able to camp there. And I think in that sense, I'm definitely for having permits, even just to enter into any park, because like I said, it just made it yeah. even more amazing, yeah. you know, the experience. So, so this is what I was. Um... Um, so, um, suggesting to Eugene to one of our conversations because like what I've said it's it is everyone's responsibility I, I just hate the fact that like the NPS is zoning out you know um, mm, focusing yeah. on f- photographers and and filmers where in in reality it's it's really everyone's responsibility if they want to limit impact on you know the footprint they should do that like really limit the amount of visitors that are, that are coming into the na- uh, national parks but as what I've been seeing, that's not what's that's that is not what's been happening. They've been heavily um, advertising the you know visitation for national park system. So yeah, something's you know there's like a miss. Uh, something's not making sense. Yeah, somehow. That, and that's that to that. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's coming from my own experience. Like as a as a professionals, as someone who ch- who charges money to to our clients, we. I'm sure it would be nice to, in terms of responsibility, yes, it is everyone's responsibility, but, and it is nice to probably, you know, educate everyone. And I'm, I'm sure they're spending a lot of money on educating, especially the children, like for the, the future generation, mm-hmm. um, to how to behave in the national parks and what to do and what not to do and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, I feel like we as a professionals who make money, tend to harm the environment a lot more than the regular visitors. And that's why I think, and as someone who charges money to photograph in those places, that's whole, whole my idea of permit is we're just giving back to the place that we take pictures of, we take, you know, videography um, with place that we make money from. So, if they if they just increase the increase the the entrance rate to I don't know, hundred hundred fifty and be okay with it, yeah, okay, fine. But I'm saying, as a personal experience, like we are, we have a lot more responsibility than the regular visitors. I guess another perspective would be, for example, say you're you have a wedding or even just a shoot in a specific venue most likely you're going to have to pay the venue to shoot there, right? So in this case, the parks and the nature is the venue. And so, you know, why not pay to be there? Because technically it is free. Like, you know, we just created all these rules and laws. Nobody really owns it, right? But we're Mm -hmm. just trying to protect it. And so if you think of it that way, that's like kind of our venue. We are paying to be there and shoot there. Um, maybe that can change the perspective. So I do agree, like everyone I think should have to pay some sort of fee to be there because I don't know, I don't think it should just be free, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. honestly, if it can be free and if everyone can be educated, I'm all for it. But 
I think in terms of in a in a world of capitalism and it's I think money is always the quickest way to educate people. <laughs> mm, yeah. But I guess going back to, you know, the original topic, I was just thinking like maybe one reason that it's specifically targeting just videographers is I think of those videos, especially the YouTube videos where people are filming specifically for, you know, pranking or trying to break the law purposely. And so I can see where that becomes problematic. And that's why maybe they are targeting just videographers and people doing you know, mm. videos and film, whereas like photography, you, you know, one photo of someone breaking the law is not going to make as big of an impact versus, you know, a full video of, you know, them getting there and kind of going through that storyline and process. Mm. So maybe that's why. I'm yeah. not sure. But. And apparently one of the reasons that, um, that in the National Park um, permit system about the regulation that they target uh, TikTokers and YouTubers is not... TikTokers and YouTubers, mm-hmm. etc. It's TikTokers and YouTubers, <laughs> and apparently they really, apparently the um, reason, yeah, verbatim. They they, they really said that, that yeah. Is, yeah, is because that's included in the terms and conditions of TikTok and YouTube. That even if they, even if the channel on YouTube is not monetizing as a, as a company, they're monetizing. So yeah, you can exactly. you can post it on Instagram for your own per- personal reason. That's not a problem. But even if you post it as a personal reason on TikTok. That could be a commercial because yeah, they're, because they're using it like TikTok and YouTube. <laughs> even if you don't personally make money out of yeah. it, then it becomes commercial because TikTok and yeah. YouTube will use so it. So the easiest way going forward is that um, if you any of the listeners who are listening to this, um, in terms of whether you're for for or against a permit system uh, with the current regulation, the easiest way to go about it is that um, as soon as you book book a session, um, contact the national park as soon as possible. Um, hopefully it's more than a 30 days and then ask them what you what you're planning to do how many people you're going to bring um, and then ask them do we do i need a permit for it and um, if they say then you don't need a permit then just have that in in writing on the day of the shoot um, just you just never know not all the ranges are updated in terms of the regulations and all that um, mm-hmm. so just have it have it with you um, that this is the email that i got back from um uh, from the, the office and um, so um, that's what that's what I'm sticking to and um, then you should be you should be fine but any any video related stuff because you bring your own clients um, that is regarded as commercial videography so whether that's just for the highlight films or anything so you have to get the permit. I'm assuming you have to get the permit yeah if you if you're planning to post on YouTube or TikTok you will have a permit you will need a permit but if you're not happy if you're not happy about that and if you feel like um they need to fix the regulations you there's a way um you have to contact your um congressman and write them a letter i guess if you're against it if you think this is unconstitutional then write them a letter tell them how uh, it's impacting your freedom of speech you're not able to. Are you going to? You're able. To, you're you're not able to post on YouTube or TikTok. Then yeah. Are you, are you going to? It's really funny actually because I feel like this is only happening in the states. Because yeah. <laughs> um, from what I know, I don't know. I haven't really traveled that much and you know taken photos of clients and like other places, but I don't feel like a lot of countries have these such a thing. Like they don't really even have park permits or you know entrance fees really. 
like the way yeah. we do here in North America. But yeah, it's interesting to see how Honestly, it's different. Honestly, a lot different. of the countries, yeah. like at least, including Canada, but a lot of the European countries, I feel like paying more tax is covering that in, in, in some, some degree. Um, but um, because, yeah. you know, it's not, U.S. is not really heavily taxed country in, as a whole. So probably that's why they need a separate, separate um, income. A lot of people will disagree on that statement, Eugene. Well, that's I'm, I'm, that's a comparison. <laughs> Depending on the tax bracket, well, even even compared to tax bracket, you know, in comparison, you know, mm. I mean, okay. I guess I guess if you're not paying taxes, I mean, if you don't like paying taxes, then you know, not everyone's going to agree. But you know, compared to Canada, at least <laughs> we're not paying in a, like a lot of tax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We pay a lot. Do you have like different type of taxes? Like I know UK has like value added tax and all that. Aside from the income tax. You good? Talk to my accountant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we have brackets and stuff. And honestly, it's funny because like we don't even know where the money goes. (laughs) Like we, you know, the streets, some of the streets and the roads are terrible. What are we doing? It's the same thing here in the U.S. Where's the money going? And, you know, they always say we're in a deficit, you know, we're, (laughs) we're, you know, losing money and all this stuff and we're bankrupt or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I think we lost a bunch of money too. This is a big topic. This could be. This could be. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Completely irrelevant to uh, photography yes. video that we could create, but I mean, no, the the the, <laughs> the um, podcast we can create, but yeah. Well, I mean, it goes back to having the permits, yeah. right? Like yeah. what you know, the underlying purpose, right? It could be more than what we mm. think. It's true. Right. So. I mean, yeah. In that in that sense, we yeah. probably have to do a lot more research and digging. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, in but yeah. Hopefully, people there will be more people who are uh, carrying the carrying the protecting the protecting the environment and national parks, and uh, well, um, just trying to make it a little bit more fair. People, um, like even as a photographer, like I don't I don't mind getting a permit now, um, just because videographers are paying it. <laughs> but yeah, that could be a whole another topic. Of- okay, anyone have anything else to add? Any last? Last words to fight your 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 point. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess I'm not trying to persuade um, like John or no, persuade people who are against it, but I, I'm just saying like what I'm, what what's the reason behind that that I don't mind a permit or I'm for permit um, side of things. Yeah, I mean if you know if John stays with against being you know getting the permit. I'm not really against it. I just want it to be fair. Like, just make it make sense. You read the rules, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So. Well, there's, yeah, there's just too much gray area, you know. Yeah. Things need to be more defined. I understand you want to protect the environment. So, okay, but... in terms of, like, so I, I've made my suggestions. Um, in terms of, like, your view, um, what, like, how would it make fair? A yearly annual pass, stuff like that. Like, not just targeting just YouTubers and TikTokers, exactly, yeah. but everyone. It should be, like. Yeah, creatives, like make it like for creatives, for everyone, photographers and filmers. It just doesn't make sense that you're holding a camera, you're you're um, taking photos, and then you switch to video, all of a sudden you're doing something illegal. That doesn't make sense. So, but you say you're zoning out the creatives. So, so what you're saying is that we should, that the National Park Services should be charging every, every visitors. That's what you're saying? 
or just the creatives? The national park system is already charging everyone that's visiting. If they wanna, if they wanna charge more, because they feel like the creatives are ruining the environment and they, there's more impact from us, then okay. Uh, like I said earlier, it, like make out it, of 400, 424 units, only 109 are charging. But we, if we go to 424 units, all the places, we have to get a permit. So not all the visitors are paying, but we still have to pay. The uh, creatives, photographers and... Um, well, photographers don't have to pay right now. I thought if you're um, using it commercially, you have to get a permit For still. photography, no. As long as you're not in a sensitive area that's marked off as they they usually tape it off, not really a tape, but, you know, like they have a a thing out. And if you don't go in those places, if you don't cro cross the a barricade or stuff like that, you can still shoot in national parks. Every national park is different, so, like, we have to check, like, if we're going to a certain national park. Uh, but, like, Yosemite, Death Valley, that's the one that I go to quite often, um, Grand Canyon. They don't, they don't um, require you to have a permit to do an engagement session. Or if you have a wedding, that's a big gathering. So that, that requires a permit, yeah. But if you do like an... Yeah, that, make, that actually makes sense. And like what I'm saying, like if it's like really a big group, more than five, what, what, then... What, that, it, I'm getting confused. But you're saying that makes sense, but for videographers, it's not making sense? Because we have a different rule sense. right now, right? Mm -hmm. for, yeah, for, um, for, for videographers, yeah. So you want videographers to be just like photographers? Yeah. Like, I think John's saying if you're just like you and your partner going into a park and you're filming some clips or whatever, and you're going to put it on TikTok. Like, he thinks you don't need a permit for that. Whereas if, say, you are, you know, a small film crew of six, mm. he's saying that, okay, understandable yeah because like, most like money you're gonna post it whatever and then my my point is most likely like what you're saying eugene they're most likely to impact the environment right because it's a it's a bigger group yeah so that's why the bigger group unless they're, they're doing the document they document you know document like filming a document or stuff like that you know they hasn't really been uh filming at a national park right you gotta go back to the wide like we're doing this to protect the national park, right? Regular people, people that are that are um, a, a crew that is less than less than five. I feel like the impact is the same as the same as as a visitor that are coming into the national national park system. So that's what I'm saying. So that if that's the stance that you're taking, then you know, then there shouldn't be a permit, right? They should just increase the entrance fee. They can do it different ways. They, they yes, they can increase the entrance fees in general, and then not require permits for for a crew of um less than five and then when it's more than that it's if it's a commercial like big sets then they need the permit and then they need to pay more that makes sense because that's going to take up more resources right they, they're going to need rangers probably assisting them or but for regular visitors a visitor that has a camera that wants to take videos and they want to post it on youtube does that make sense yeah yeah Okay. Well, well, the the point that I I feel that I think I'm lost is that that does everyone feel that's fair? Will everyone be okay with that? I mean, that's that's the definition of being being fair, right? Well, somewhere someone's gonna say it's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> you can't win at nobody, all. nobody, like, nobody's should, gonna wanna be. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he, if he's not gonna have a permit, then should not have a permit at all. If there should be a permit, then should be a permit for all. 
for everyone that's visiting. No, as in I'm actually okay with that. If everybody's gonna have permit, then I'm actually okay yeah, with that. Everyone permit, getting gonna, a permit is not a permit, right? That's just an entrance fee. That that's what I'm saying. Well, if you have to ask for permission, then it is a permit. Okay, fair. Maybe in terms of fairness, there's like different tiers of type of permit, like say how many people you're gonna have, the purpose you're there for. Yeah, and I, I mean that's gonna have more. You're gonna have to go through more. Yeah, process and and sense, I feel like. I feel like you have to base it off of impact on on the national park systems, not on like who who's going to profit from from which and what. So okay, my last you question. Know. So my my premise of me saying that us as a creative, whether photographer or videographers, are damaging more mm-hmm. national parks more than the regular visitors. Do you agree with that, or you don't agree with that? I don't have the data for that. I mean, but in your opinion, <laughs> my my in your personal opinion, like, uh, like well, because my personal opinion, well, I know myself. If I'm if I'm educated, then I'm, and I know somebody's watching me, so that's what I'm saying. It's also an enforcement issue. If I know a ranger's watching me, um, I, I'm I'm most likely not to break the law. Also, if I'm educated, I know myself. I feel like yeah, it's not worth breaking the law. Why would I break the law? I don't agree with okay. that. Okay. And it's it's gonna be it's hard to prove, like we don't have the data saying that a, a regular visitor is less impactful to the environment versus the creators. No, I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just saying that we are more likely, like as as a creative. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, that's your opinion. Yeah, it is my opinion. But that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like you know, you don't. And I disagree. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And the, I disagree. <laughs> so yeah, that's I think probably the where it's the. The whole yeah. premise of this argument, probably the discussion, yeah, the exactly have have started. And, yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's unfair to just single out the creatives. Um, I feel like See, we can be like as responsible as regular, like, regular visitors. You're saying like you're singling out, but you're saying you still you we still have a, have to have a permit for five five or more people crew. But don't you think that's singling out? There's more likely an impact if there's. Um, it's a bigger crew. So, I don't know if the perfect number is five, but once it's like a big production set, you're using tripods. It's like a bigger crew. Then it just makes like. Hold on, don't you it think you're making to... the same argument as I am? Mm, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I'm saying is, what your reasoning is five people or more is that I'm thinking that all creatives. That's that's my that's the whole that's the difference. You so you, in your opinion, five or more people, wherever whether that's a five five person or not. Oh yeah, it is. It is my that that is my personal. Yeah. Opinion. So what but I'm saying, maybe, you and argue, maybe you and my argument is exactly the same. Is that my my argument is that the whole creatives will be the same, but you saying five or more people will be different. Yeah, but it might be. It might. I'm not even quite sure, but it might be more impactful to the national park park systems. That's my um. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So yeah. So knows, we maybe, we now agree that maybe we, maybe maybe the perfect maybe the perfect number is ten. I don't know when when does it start to be more impactful, but so yeah. So one yeah. thing is now we you agree that we are making the same argument. So <laughs> your reasoning, what what I'm saying is your reasoning and my reasoning are exactly the same, uh-huh. but the numbers are different. Mine is that one or more. You saying five or more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Being impactful. What I'm okay, saying. Okay. Yeah. That, that, yeah. So that makes it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I'm still not sure about this. Like, if if five is five or more is the right yeah, number. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, that's why I'm saying yeah. it, that, that's why because I'm not sure yeah. on the number either. Yeah, that's why I'm should I'm yeah. saying like every every creative should be because I'm not sure. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay, Pauline. Any questions? With well then, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why we decided on you know talking about this is because. You know, I think there's so much that we can talk about, a lot of gray area, especially in this yeah. new law, I guess. And so I think that's why we want to kind of just hash it out, say our piece, you know, what yeah. we think and see what you guys think as well, if you're listening. And and we do, all of us cares about the NPS. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we it's like we, we all like, yeah, we just don't know. I think, yeah, the bottom line is we all care about, you know, yeah. the national parks, about nature, of preserving it. And I think what we disagree on is just like how we get there, how we should, you know, police yeah. and I guess, yeah, yeah. regulate these yeah. things mm-hmm. in, in, in terms of, you know, preserve and sustain all these parts because we want to continue to return there and continue to enjoy, shoot there yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah, whether that is commercial or for pleasure or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, that was fun. Did you guys, are you guys all heated? <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry now. Okay. <laughs> that took a lot of energy, yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys are still listening, have gone this far, thank you so much. Um, we had a lot of fun discussing this. I mean, this could have been a hot take but definitely you know longer than that yeah Yeah, so that's why we decided to have its own uh, entire episode um and yeah you can always find all of our podcasts uh on all the platforms from apple podcasts uh, google podcasts Classbox, on anchor fm and you can watch us on spotify and youtube next week we're going to talk about Something exciting that will be happening, which is WPBI or indoor conferences. And we're going to talk all about that. Why, you know, Eugene and John have decided to attend, have attended in the past. And for those who don't know, we're going to talk a little bit more about what it is and, you know, the purpose and why maybe you should go in the future. You guys can try to convince me to go (laughs) next year. And yeah, we're going to talk all about conferences. So it's going to be exciting. Thank you so much for listening. Sounds good. Stay tuned for next week. Thank you.